0: Hi, God morning, and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. It's August 21st, and I'm your host, Pamela Staten. I want to dedicate today's podcast to Loretta, who resides in Connecticut, and she reported that nine members of her family in Connecticut are suffering right now from COVID. And uh, we're going to lift them up and keep them in prayer. Doggone it, this deadly disease is still in motion. Just so sad. Okay, let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. What does God think of me? Only after I truly experience God's love, his total, unconditional, overwhelming, abundant love, could I say with all honesty, yes, God likes me. He approves of me. He likes spending time with me. He likes being with me. He likes hearing me when I pray to him and he also enjoys talking with me through his word. I believe he loves me. He knows I make mistakes, but he sees my heart and my desire to know him better each day. I didn't come to that position on the basis of things I had accomplished for actions I had taken. Rather, I came to that position solely because I had a new appreciation for God's grace at work in my life. The Lord certainly does expect obedience, but the fact is, I had done nothing and could do nothing to win his approval. God likes me just the way I am because he created me to be just the way I am. His approval of me isn't based on anything I have accomplished or might accomplish in the future. He approves of me because I stand forgiven before him. And I'm forgiven because I have accepted Jesus Christ as my savior and have received his forgiveness. That makes me totally acceptable to him. Grace is God's kindness and goodness toward you without regard to worth or merit. As a believer, you have a duty to obey the Lord, but you can't earn grace buy it or barter with God to receive it. Grace is his free gift to you. There's only one thing you can do in regard to grace and that is receive it gladly. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me walk again, dear God, closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Amen. And I also want to lead off with Dolores' prayer. You know me, Lord, so please guide me. Show me the paths that lead to abundant life and convict me when I am tempted to stray from you. As you guide me, restore me. I will place my hope in you at all times because you know all things and by you my life is held together. You are my strength in times of need, and you have become my salvation. So hold me close, Lord, and teach me to walk in a manner worthy of the calling you have given me. Direct my steps as Holy Spirit. You know my heart. You understand my deepest wants and needs. And you know my every intention. You know me better than I know myself. There is nowhere I could run to escape your presence, and nothing I could hide from you. And that is why, right now, I am asking you to give me your divine wisdom and guidance. I don't always know what to pray for. My soul is weary, and I am tired. You know my heart. You understand my deepest wants and needs, and you know my every intention. I love you, Lord. And even though I may feel like I can't move forward or see what's ahead, you see me and you know me. So please guide me. Show me the paths that lead to abundant life and convict me when I am tempted to stray from you. As you guide me, restore me. I will place my hope in you at all times because you know all things. And by you, my life is held together. You are my strength in times of need and you have become my salvation. So hold me close, Lord, and teach me to walk in a manner worthy of the calling you have given me. Direct my steps as you guard my life because I want to glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more prayers and we're going to talk about adversity. And we're back. Anytime God allows trials in your life, he has a purpose for them. We often won't know his specific aim at the time. Nevertheless, we should squeeze out every possible ounce of spiritual growth instead of falling into despair and discouragement. With a shift in perspective, the trial that looks as if it might destroy you could become an instrument of blessing. The most natural response to adversity is to plead with the Lord to remove it. If that doesn't work, we might be tempted to look for our own way out or blame whoever caused the problem. But no matter where affliction originates, by the time it reaches you, it's been shaped according to the Father's good purposes. The question is, will you cooperate with him or resist? When you let adversity do its work in you, it becomes an opportunity for growth. Although we can't see all the specifics of God's plan, we know his goal is to use our hardship for good. So we are wise to let it mature us in the meantime. Even though the experience is painful, rest in the Father's comforting arms and trust that it's all for a greater purpose. Amen. The difficulties we face originate from one of three sources. Some are allowed by the Lord to develop our faith. Others are a result of the devil's attack. And still others could be due to our own sinful choices. As you consider these three causes, which type is the hardest for you to bear? Well, I think most of us would say the last one because we have nobody to blame but ourselves and it seems as if no good could possibly result. Since Galatians 6-7 says, we reap what we have sown, we see nothing ahead except a painful harvest. But this kind of thinking fails to take into account the Lord's redemptive abilities. He can use our failures to teach us valuable lessons to fear him, to hate evil, and to walk in obedience. What we learn can also become our protection from sin in the future. So in the end, even our own mistakes are not wasted. As painful as your situation may be, the Heavenly Father deserves thanks for caring enough to discipline lovingly. Now it's up to you. How will you respond to his warning? When we learn from experience, the scars of sin can lead us to restoration and a renewed intimacy with God. Amen. Beautifully put. Okay, God's way day by day. Galatians 6.2 Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. One area in which God always challenges us to grow and change is in our character. The Bible tells us that God is at work in every believer's life to conform that person into the character likeness of Christ Jesus. Everyone can always be more loving Everyone can always still uh, have greater joy, be more at peace, have greater patience, show more kindness, reflect more goodness, walk in greater faithfulness. They can express themselves with greater gentleness and manifest more self-control. No matter how mature the believer There's always room for growth in these areas. Amen. And now God's promises for your life or God's promises day by day. Okay, 2 Timothy says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. There's an old saying uh, that most heavenly laden branches always bow the lowest on the tree. So it is the generosity of our God that humbles our hasty hearts. It is the depth of Christ's compassion that crumbles the tough crust around our self-centered characters. Our own gentle, gracious spirit displaces our arrogance and self-preoccupation. It leaves us laden with his fruits of lowliness and gentleness. Amen. And God's purposes for your life? Psalm 38. I hope in you, O Lord, you will answer, O Lord my God. You know, at times, God will answer no to what you ask of him. Do not despair. Instead, be willing to accept his response with full confidence that he is sovereign, omniscient, and always has your absolute best interest at heart. Take courage in these facts. First, the Lord knows what is best for you and for others. God knows what your future can be and will say no to things that would not truly satisfy your heart or that would impede you from reaching your full potential. Second, be assured that God can fulfill his promises to you. So if he says no to one option, it's because he has another that's better. He has all power and authority. So even when your situation seems impossible by human standards, the Lord can still triumph. Finally, the Lord is never too early or too late. It may feel like your time is past. However, your God knows exactly when and how to accomplish his plans perfectly. Friend, it hurts when God says no. But remember, he always acts with wisdom and love toward you. He knows what is best for you. So trust him fully. Soon enough, you will rejoice in his yes. Jesus, I thank you for telling me no, knowing that your best is still to come. Amen. That was beautiful. Okay, and prayers from the wilderness. Close your eyes, bow your head. Father, today is another day that I am trying to once again begin my God-given assignment. Even though my heart is in the right place, sometimes the issues of life and household tasks overwhelm me. Every day, my goal is to follow your lead, listen to your voice, and trust in your directions. It is truly my desire to stay on task for you. So please teach me the discipline of developing a routine that yields a harvest for you. I know it will make a difference in my life. Instruct me in the order needed to fulfill every task you give me. Bless me with your routine and not my own. Show me how to follow your schedule so I live a life of divine purpose every day. Teach me to begin each day with you and ask you to give me a disciplined spirit and a loving heart. Lord, teach me to follow and trust in your authority over my life. Help me to acknowledge a disciplined life produces fruit. But please do not allow me to be so rigid about working on what you assign me to do for this season that I do not recognize your hand reflecting and changing and redirecting the use of my time. As you bless me with discipline, Father, please provide me with balance so I am not fixated on meeting goals and then forget to love, forget to laugh, Forget to enjoy relationships. Father, remind me discipline is for your glory and for my good. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And Psalm 37 says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Proverbs 16 says, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Amen. Stay with us. Be right back. I know, right after listening to the podcast, you're going to read your Proverbs. And that means you're gonna be opening up your Bible and that's great because you're probably gonna get lost in it. As I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I wanna understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I pray. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation, your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created and the lives of those I love, There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you, Lord, for tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you are there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you, Lord, for today. And thank you for your time, Lord. Amen. And we know we have a family in Connecticut, nine members in the same family. I believe they're all hospitalized and in pretty critical condition. So our heart goes out to Loretta and so do our prayers. And here's a good one for COVID. Dear Lord in heaven, we come to you as your faithful servants, submitting to your will in all all things. We will not allow the workings of the evil one to distract us from your goodness and mercy in our lives we know you are still on the throne and that you will protect us and provide for us in our hour of need. We will not fear COVID-19 for we know you will never leave us nor forsake us and that we are covered in the blood of Jesus. We are especially reminded of your power and glory as we continue to shine our lights in the darkness through your word and sacrifice. Let us all in his kingdom resist the devastation of this insipid disease by loving one another, giving to one another, and above all, praising and worshiping his holy name. Amen. When I woke up this morning at the beginning of today, I looked up to heaven And here is what I want to say. Thank you, dear God, for my eyes that can see, for my legs that can move, for the care you take of me, for my brain to enlighten me from heaven above, for my heart that can beat and is always full of love. All these are gifts that my God gives to me. And I'll always be grateful from now to eternity. Amen. Thank you again for coming to join me and praying with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'll see you tomorrow. Be back at the same time. God bless you. Bye for now.